Oh yeah, book it! Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mo, and today I'm your GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. I request that we officially retire the oh yeah, book it thing. Prime time, Travi <laughs> T. <laughs> Damone had a business meeting before. <laughs> he's still in this meeting, like he's doing, he's doing dual podcasts right now, he can't, he can't. <laughs> Can't give us his undivided attention. Little fudge. Well, All right. So I saw your I saw you doing that in the in the mini at the bottom of the the screen, and I thought it was Goldberg, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" I also thought, yeah. Stone Cold <laughs> is mad at that. And bad guy Kenny. I'm green. Um, and this is Book It. My poop got pretty broccoli. Be like this week <laughs> on with our uh, Book It Verse Two, and it is our second round. It's going to be Damone and I doing our second pay per view. Um, I'm just going to hop right into it because at this point, if you haven't listened and you're just picking it up, I do highly recommend going back, checking out the beginning of this otherwise this probably isn't gonna make any damn sense um i think you can so, make sense without it i mean you you can make sense without it but it would make more sense if you went back and listened to the first episode listen um, to every other book at episode before you get here what the fuck are you doing yeah listen to all 146 episodes before you get here that's the only way this makes sense if we make it to 619 episodes i want that to be a Rey mysterio themed episode booyaka, booyaka. Six one nine. What are we, are we doing? Four four twenty has to be uh, the RVD, RVD Matt Riddle and Matt <laughs> Riddle episode. And Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Jeff Hardy in all four twenty. He's on like in, Reno nine one one. We put them in a faction, a weed smoking faction. Or we uh, do hey, we do hey. the, uh, I had Matt Riddle beat somebody with a bong in my previous singles book at verse. How about this? Okay. <laughs> We put them in an elimination chamber, elimination chamber inferno match, and call it a hot box match. No, no, yes, no, but, no, no. But you, you gotta have the weed, like right around in the, in in the chamber. So when they're in there, they're getting high, right. and then when they come out, that's when it's like okay, Punjabi <laughs> prison. Just grow marijuana plants so tall, <laughs> it looks like a Punjabi prison. Do oh like God. an elimination chamber, and it, that that'll be the hot box. A Colorado prison match. And each, each chamber gets... <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get started with our pay-per-view. Um, I believe I'm going to start it out. This right. is... Um, what, is it? what is it? You froze for a second. He's still frozen. Okay, it looks like Mike's not starting it out. I am. No, I'm start. I'm starting it out. Freezing. So yeah, NSW uh, presents Double or Nothing. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ignore him. 
Uh, so our first match is Ciampa and Rollins versus Gable and a mystery uh, partner. I just want to let y'all know that I'm going to be chanting just like the crowd will through your matches. No, please don't do that. I'll be like, this <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> I didn't do that for you, so... You can't wrestle. No, uh, all right. we, can't, we can't read, so... You can't, <laughs> <don't> you can't. <laughs> you can't book shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after after Bad Blood, Rollins comes to the ring with Ciampa, um, and they banter about Gable being a loser. Uh, they keep playing the curb stomp to Gable uh, over and over on the Titan Tron, well, the Tron while laughing. Gable decides that enough is enough and comes out to the stage. Gable tells them that they are cowards, that cheat to win. Gable then says that Seth is nothing more than an opportunist who can't stay relevant. So inserts himself in a situation that he knows that Seth couldn't handle on his own. This makes Seth and Chump will take him on. Mike, you're freezing really bad, oh. bro. Where, what'd you hear? Uh, <laughs> you would we're hearing like stuff, but you're, you're just, you're just giving, us, giving us, like, there's a lot of pauses here. Right. All right. I feel well, like, it, I feel like, do y'all remember, y'all remember in school, we we had it, I don't know what they called it in your school, but we, thought, we had Title One, Title One, and they had to, they take the, the kids out of class to go, go teach them how to read, because when they read out loud in class, it'd be like, and then Jack <laughs> ran. And what then he did for the rock, Jack. Do you want me jumped. to reread this all over? I could reread. No, you, it again. you said, you said, you said, and then <laughs> they played the curb. He was what like, he was like the kid from, he's like the kid from Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. <laughs> Hate you. Mike said, Mike said, this is my pretty boy. Swag. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> All right. So do you need me to start it over? Because I can start it over. Yeah, as long as you don't freeze. <laughs> After Bad Blood, Rollins comes to the ring with Ciampa, and they banter about Gable being a loser. They keep playing the curb stomp to Gable over and over on the Tron while laughing. Gable decides that enough is enough and comes to the stage. Gable tells them that they are cowards. They couldn't beat Gable one-on-one, so Ciampa had to cheat to win. Gable then says uh, that Seth is nothing more than an opportunist who can't stay relevant. So he inserts himself in a situation that he knows that Seth couldn't handle on his own. This makes Seth Seth and Ciampa get angry, and Seth tells Gable that he will take him on any time, any place. Wow. Take him on any time, any place. Gable challenges Rollins to a match later that night. Seth tells Gable that he's on. Later that night, Seth comes out to the ring for a match. Gable music hits, but Gable doesn't show. The music restarts, and Gable still doesn't show. Rollin asks for a mic. Rollin says, Chad, where are you? Are you held up in traffic? Man, I sure wish I knew where you were. Shucks. Looks like you lose again. Rollins laughs as the Tron shows officials running around backstage to find Gable laid out on the floor of the locker room. At that moment, Ciampa walks by the locker room and peeks in and says, I wonder what happened to him, as he smirks and walks away. The next week on Dynasty, Gable is seen coming out of Booker T's office. As he walks through the halls, he sees Rollins and Ciampa. Uh, they see him, and as they are about to start uh, start something, Booker T comes out to the hallway and calls for Ciampa and Rollins to call, come to his office. He informs them that a double, double or nothing, there will be a match uh 
Seth, there will be a match. Uh, Seth and Gable. Hold on. Seth and Ciampa versus. Oh, Seth and Ciampa with Seth and Ciampa. However, this week, Gable will get a shot against Rollins uh, that was scheduled last week. If Seth and Ciampa win, uh, then they can face Gable in any type of match they choose, including a handicap match. If Gable wins, then they will face Gable with a partner of his own choosing. Later that night, Gable and Rollins have their match. Ciampa tries to come out and help Rollins, but is immediately thrown out by the ref. While the ref is distracted, Gable is given the opportunity to land Chaos Theory for the win. The match is set for double or nothing, and Ciampa and Rollins... Uh, it will be Ciampa and Rollins versus Gable and a mystery partner. Ciampa and Seth come out first. This is the match. Ciampa and Seth come out first. Seth grabs a mic and says the fans are going to be disappointed because there's no way that loser Gable found somebody to be his partner. Gable's music hits and he says he indeed found somebody to team with. The lights fade and a violinist comes out and hits the first chord of the rising sun to a huge pop. Out comes uh, Nakamura. Uh, Seth and Ciampa are noticeably pissed. Nakamura and Chad make their way to the ring. The match starts with Seth and uh, Seth and Gable in the ring. They lock up and Gable uh, gets Seth to the ground and starts to mat wrestle him. Seth manages to slim away, slip away, and stand in his corner frustrated. The crowd wants Nakamura in, so Gable tags in Nakamura. Seth points to himself and Nakamura asking the crowd if that's what they want to see. Seth motions like he's going to fight Nakamura, but tags in Ciampa instead. Nakamura and Ciampa tie up and Nakamura pushes Ciampa to the corner. As the ref goes to get a break, Nakamura does the head and the stomach taunt, which pisses off Ciampa, who runs at him, but is countered into a lariat. Gable wants back in and gets the tag. Gable goes for a clothesline, but Ciampa ducks and hits a discus clothesline of his own. He drags him into the corner and tags in Seth. Seth and Ciampa make the uh, make consistent tags and cut off the ring from Gable. Seth is in the ring with Gable. At one point, he lets Gable crawl towards his corner, but then hits a super kick to the side of Gable's head, but he kicks out. Seth picks up Gable and throws him back in back in their corner. He gets Gable up and hits a Falcon Arrow, but Nakamura breaks the pin. Uh, Seth drags Gable back into the corner where Ciampa comes in and uh, neckbreaker, then a high knee to the to a kneeling Gable. The crowd is chanting for Nakamura to get in the match. Ciampa attempts to put Gable into a cloverleaf, but Gable is able to fight him off with punches, sending Ciampa back into the ropes, who rushes at Gable, uh, who grabs Ciampa and hits a belly-to-belly. Both men crawl to their corner and get the tag. Nakamura comes out blazing and hits Seth with a series of punches and kicks. Then then an Irish whip in the corner, followed by good vibrations. Nakamura goes to the corner to prepare for the Kinshasa, Kinshasa, but Ciampa grabs his ankle, distracting him and allowing for Seth to get the advantage and hits a corner splash. Seth then goes for a curb stomp, but Nakamura moves out of the way and hits the Enziguri. Uh, 
Um, Ciampa pulls out pulls out Seth from the ring and tries and the two try to recover the in the meantime gable gets into the ring with nakamura uh as gable throws him over the top rope into seth and champa knock gets up and throws seth into the ring and hits an exploder suplex which gable then follows up with a bridging uh bridging german suplex champa makes the save at 2.9 uh the ref Gets everyone out of the ring, but Gable, who is the legal, illegal, and Seth, Gable gets behind Seth to look for a chaos theory suplex, but Seth manages to grab the ropes. Ciampa then distracts the ref as Seth hits a low blow, sending Chad to the ground. Seth then hits a curb stop as Ciampa runs and pulls Nakamura off the apron and into the steel steps. Seth pins Gable for the win. The heels celebrate uh, as they walk down the ramp as Nakamura and Gable look on disappointing. That's the match. Hmm. Um, I'll start on this one. Um, I'm I'm going to give you guys a four for that one. I think they did they did a real good job with the heel shit. You know, playing back the uh, you know, just being just being the assholes, just playing back to the fact that old boys defeated with the curb stomp and then they were doing heel shit this entire match. So, yeah, I think they did a good job. So, yeah, I'd definitely give you a four for this one. I'll take that. John, you can go next. Hmm. I agree with Kenny about the heels work being really good. I think the wrong team won. Um, I feel like, you know, Nakamura coming out was a big deal. And I felt like this is a missed out because Chad Gable already got the loss last show, correct? Yeah, he lost last show. I, I, I do believe in the power of long-term booking, but um, I feel like this was a good opportunity to lift him back up. So I'm going to give this a 3.75. I think it's good. Um, had a couple flaws, but I, I also did love the, the violinist coming out though, because you don't know who the fuck's coming out, and then some fucking guy just comes out the violin. I pictured that really funny. So, I do have a quick question though. How long, like, between pay per views? Is this is this the very it's the next pay per view? Okay, okay. Yeah, it's the next pay per view. <coughs> okay. So one oh, month. So you're going back to yeah, back. Yeah, it's, it's one month. It's it's pay per view than pay per view. Okay. Do you, do you plan on skipping like? Or are you are you doing back to back? As of right now, I don't. I don't think we do. I, okay. I to me, it's I, I like I thought, to do that overarching because everything could work within that story. All right, period. cool, cool. So I just want to make yeah. sure it wasn't like six months down the line. They're still dealing with these niggas. Right. That's this is. I, I mean, yeah. This isn't it. This is. This is not the end of their feud. Or you okay. Know, so. Good. So yeah, I do like where it's going. So so yeah, it's definitely four for me. Okay. Um. I think that the match would be fire. And what you described was really, really good. Um, I don't... It feel To me, it feels like it was just... These four are really good wrestlers. Let's make them have a match. And I don't understand the pairings very well. Yeah, um, this was in the attempt of... When, like, when we first started, I did say I wanted to put teams together that okay. aren't together. So, you know, try and... Different things, uh, different people. I, <coughs> I won't you, lie. I really want to put Seth and Champa together. That was my. If you remember from the last pay per view, Champ Seth helped Champa win his match against the um 
right gable so they they're like they're together now working together yeah. and then gable needed a partner so he got nakamura to be his partner i i just feel like there could have been a better way to establish them as teams is what i'm saying i understand that that rollins helped champa but like why because they're both Heel, they're both heels. And they're, both, <laughs> they're both cocky heels that ended up teaming up together. If you, yeah, if I'm, you remember, Gable <laughs> was talking shit about how he was the best wrestler in the world, and Seth like responded to it. So it's mm-hmm. a, it's continuing on that that they, they're, they're, they're they're both pissed that Gable is talking shit. The Booker okay. told them to be a team. So they're a team now. I'm trying to picture Booker T's a GM. That's that's he was a GM before. I wasn't watching SmackDown. I think. Yeah, I wasn't watching that. Um. All right, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all kind of made it a little worse at first with the when you were explaining explaining it, but then Damone saved it, and then Mike came back with the with the funny Booker (laughs) thing. So I'm gonna give. I'm I'm not gonna point default y'all on that. Like so, uh, I'm gonna give you a three point five because I feel like there's there's better things that you could have you could have established that a little bit better um, in your orig- initial thing, um, and I agree the wrong person won. And let them heels yeah. win. And we were doing the and we couldn't really establish Nakamura as a partner with with yeah because he was the mystery. Gable, he's the mystery. <laughs> also, I just want to say that Chad Gable is not the best wrestler alive. Well, that goes to that goes to Daniel Bryan. No, I thought you said that. I thought you said that. No, that's what Gable said. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's wrong. I'm taking point two five away for the way you say Nakamura too. Yeah, I hate it. Nakamura. Honestly, that's why I didn't draft him. Because he knew we were going to make fun of you. Nakamura in America, and that's just how I'm saying it. But you shouldn't. I just shortened knock it to knock. That. I just shortened it to knock, so I don't even have to deal with that. But I wasn't gonna say knock. I wasn't. Gonna... Yeah, because y'all call if y'all call him knock, you're getting an automatic point five. Look, from me. I say Champa wrong too. So knock like... it ball torture. What is what is it? It's not. It's Champa, right? It's Champa, but I I add an extra. The Champa. Yeah, I say Champa. I say, I say Champa. It's, Champa. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I hate it. You also you also say Ricochet. Yeah, and Nunzio. I hate it. Nunzio, uh, how the fuck am I supposed to say it? Nunzio. Nunzio, he's not a fucking nun, you dork. That's his name. Okay, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, fuckers. Taz from Brooklyn calls him I Nunzio. Don't care. Taz is wrong. Nope. Yeah, you're right, Damone. He is he wrong. A, you know who else is wrong? Commentator no, this prize. No, fuck no. you. You know what? Yeah, you're right. He is saying it. The wicked angle. Correct. Just like Demon is had a crisis identity crisis just now. He had to pick whether he's gonna die on the which hill he's gonna die on one winged angel or a nunzio. <laughs> and I, and I one <laughs> All right, let's go to the next match. <laughs> Cucks. So the next match is gonna be John Cena versus Bully Ray. So the build. Um after John Cena and Sting lose the tag titles, Sting um begins to act very strange. It's um, during uh, it's Bully Ray, yeah. No, nah, that's Bubba. a slave name. It's Bubba Ray. No, it's uh, Bully. It's Bully Ray. <laughs> he's a single. Not canon. Not canon. <laughs> during so, the, can you I, after that comedy moment just now? I forgot what the match was. It's Sting and John Cena versus who? No, it's Bully John Ray. Cena versus Bully Ray. Oh, yeah. yes. 
Uh, so Ooh. this is the bill. So very, let's listen to the goddamn get, story. Can we get to the story and everything? <laughs> yeah. No. Switch channels. QBC. Delete. 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 Uh, you're going to change the QBC? Shut up, dorks. See what they uh, during, during, during See the what rematch, they talk about. Shut up. During the rematch, Steve or Sting. <laughs> we don't want this. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you didn't even call him Sting. You called him Steve. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> That's we, broke like Steve. we broke the ball. We broke the ball. All right. Anywho. Reason like Mike. <laughs> during the re- just a stutter. During the, <laughs> the rematch, Sting, we've seen that to take the pick. Uh, Cena's obviously confused and goes to the back looking for Sting, and he's unable to find him. So the following week, Cena's put in a one-on-one match against Jimmy Wang Yang. Um, wins. not having a partner. So Cena gets to the ring and mid-match, Sting comes out. Sting gets on the apron and he holds his hand out to Cena as if he's going for a tag. Cena's obviously confused by this because it's not a tag match. Cena goes to Sting, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Uh, but Sting keeps trying to go for the tag. Cena brushes him off. He's our um, truth. And Sting goes... <laughs> Joker Sting. Um, brushes him off. Uh... Brushes off Sting's and goes back into the match. Sting gets off the apron and co- goes to commentary. See see that, Michael? See that man in the ring right there? Cena is the best in the world. Pat McAfee and Tony Schiavone are both shocked and confused. And Tony finally says, uh, Sting, neither of us are named Michael. Uh, Sting gets up off the commentary. Then he slides in the ring and he gets up on the turnbuckle. Uh, during this, Cena delivers an AA to Jimmy Wang and gets the one, two, three. He then sees Sting, who is now just sitting on the apron. He turns Sting around, uh, or gets off the apron, sorry. He turns Sting around and starts yelling at him. Sting grabs his hair, then starts to laugh, but his laugh turns into a scream as he rolls out of the ring and continues screaming while turning in circles and goes up the ramp and out of the ring. The next week of Dynasty, Cena is is getting interviewed by Tony Schiavone backstage, and Tony asks Cena about what happened the prior week. And if Sting is okay. Cena says that he isn't sure uh, what's happening with Sting, and he, he hopes his partner is okay. Uh, Bully then interrupts the interview. Hey, Cena, I've got a bone to pick with you. Bully comes in, and he pushes Cena, Cena back. Um, a little birdie told me you claim to be better than me, and I don't appreciate the disrespect. Um, Sorry to interrupt. What's like? What? Bubba Ray's offended John Cena thinks he's better than Bully Ray. Bully Ray thinks he's better than Cena. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I just had to clarify that. Uh, it is in fact because it it in yeah it copied in weird. fact and then he point uses pointer finger. uses pointer finger finger to poke seeing the in the shoulder. Um, I can kick your ass right here and now, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Uh, Cena responds by saying he doesn't know what the hell Bully's talking about. He hasn't been talking about him at all. But if Bully wants to get physical, we can take care of that. Bully Let's then puts the challenge physical. to Cena that at double or nothing, they will go one-on-one. Cena accepts. Uh, Bully then pushes Cena down and walks off. Uh, on the next episode of Busted Open, Bully continues to talk trash wait, about Cena. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What Bust is that? Busted open for Sirius XM, where Bully Ray is actually the host. Yeah, I didn't, in know real that life. Was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's a pro wrestling podcast. So really <laughs> <picked up>. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of Bust it open. I was like, imagine my confusion when you like next week. Next week, we're gonna bust it open. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought this was a kid's bust show. Bust it down, Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I, I've heard the podcast before. I just didn't know that was what it was called. Like, yeah, yeah. It's he, busting, uh, busting. He, he continues to talk trash about Cena and says, "Now that Sting is in there to protect him, Cena's gonna get exposed." And it starts with him. So the match itself, Bully comes out first to a rain of booze. Cena enters next. The match starts with Bully calling for a test of strength, but when Cena is winning uh, that test of strength, Bully knees Cena in the gut, followed by a series of punches and kicks. Bully then begins to work on the surgically repaired neck of Cena um, with a ha- uh, hangman neck breaker, a DDT, and a bionic elbow to the back of Cena's neck. He puts Cena in a neck crank, but Cena refuses to tap. Uh, Cena manages to work his way to his feet. He then Irish whips Bully, followed by a series of arm drags, then a sit-out hip toss. Cena sets up for a five-knuckle shuffle, but then suddenly throughout the arena you hear laughter. That sounds like Cena throughout the arena. You mean Sting. Or Sting, sorry. Sting throughout the arena. This distracts Cena long enough for Bully to get back up and hit a flapjack into a cutter. Uh, Cena then barely kicks out. Bully then hits a big leg drop, but Cena kicks out again. Bully tries to Irish whip Cena again, but Cena is able to resist it, kick Bully in the gut, and hit a springboard stunner. Um, And this sends Bully across the ring. So Cena holding his neck because it's been worked on. Um, crawls across the ring for the pin. Uh, Bully gets his foot on the bottom rope, breaking the count. Uh, both men are up, and Cena hits Bully with a series of rights and hits the Shandian Quan Tu, which is the lightning punch, followed by an AA and goes for the pin. But at the count of two, the ref is gone, and when they come, uh, the ref is gone. Or, I'm sorry, the lights go out, and then the ref is gone. Cena's completely confused. Suddenly we see Sting in the ring laughing his ass off. His makeup is all messed up. uh, Running down his face and he's now wearing a referee shirt. Cena is looking at Sting and Bully uh, is looking at Sting. Bully makes his way up and hits Cena with a pile driver for the one, two, three. Uh, Bully pats Sting on the back and says, thanks, brother. Sting stares at him, smiles, then grabs him and hits him with a scorpion death drop. Uh, Cena makes his way to his feet, and Sting um, is in the ring, starts... Sorry. I'm sorry. Sting slides out of the ring while laughing and holding his face while going up the ramp. At the top of the stage, Sting turns to Cena, points at him, and then suddenly becomes stern instead of laughing and walks off. And that's then. So wait... I got a, I got a question. Yes. Didn't Cena and Sting win the tag belts last week? No, they, oh, they, they, they lost them. They were the champions. They lost them. Okay. They lost it to, to uh, Halloween Town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got okay. I've got a question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did did y'all recruit John to, to book this? I thought Sting was going to show up in the ring with Teddy Long and his shooters. <laughs> this was, this was ridiculous. I was going to say this was wild. I don't know. It, how was, it was all over the place. I this will made give you me look. Kept me, this made me look vanilla. It kept me interested. <laughs> but it, let everybody else vote first. Okay. I'll go last. I don't know. I, I, I wanted to go last. <laughs> <laughs> 
This, well, is why Mike, oh, this is why me and Mike couldn't be a team for the safety of the planet. Because this is a imagine this with me in the writing process instead of Damone. <laughs> like, imagine how much worse. Not sure Damone was gotten. in the writing process. No, this I think this was all Damone. Imagine how much no. worse this would have gotten no. if, if, if I was involved with this. I would have had fucking, really like, an explosion. Uh, really took the worst parts of both John Cena and Sting, and they were like, "Yep, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do the fucking Joker Sting, and we're gonna do the lightning punch." The lightning punch is lit. Um, God, y'all nope, making me not. go first on this. Y'all making me go first. Oh damn. Yeah. I'm gonna say the first. I'm gonna start with the positives. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you. the shit out of the risks um, because you know I think there's too much safe booking going on. Even even our last show, I thought our last show was some vanilla boring shit. Uh, so I appreciate the spice and the seasoning you brought to this match, but my number score is going to be entirely composed of spice and seasoning because everything else I dislike. The matchup, I don't like Bully Ray at all, and then him and John Cena would just be a gross wrestling display. <laughs> I think the wrestling would be really poor in this match because Cena can wrestle. I don't think Bubba Ray can that well. And then they're stuck. It just doesn't mix, especially without weapons uh, really being involved. If you give them a hardcore match, it could work. Um, and then the whole Sting bit, I hate Joker Sting. It's, <laughs> so, not, Joker it's sting. not Joker Sting. It's not Joker Sting. No, he just Joker has Joker-ish tendencies. I've, I have never watched Joker Sting. I don't well, know you what booked Joker him. Sting You booked like. him. You booked I, him. I, I, have no <laughs> I know what Joker Sting what, is. What you just did was not, Joker Sting. There was not, he doesn't have the Joker makeup. That, you got the personality though. Regular makeup, but it's running. Like it's what so haircut does running. he have right so now? So it's monochrome oh, Joker sting. sting. He's not a surfer sting he's haircut, surfer but it's like unkempt. It's like, like to brush his hair. Yeah, it's like it's like when you you know like you put gel in your hair and the next day you, get, you like yeah but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, John. It's keep not going. surfer sting. So or it's uh, not Joker sting. So, like I said, the seasoning is going to be every bit of my number score because I did appreciate that, but I didn't like much else. Um, I'm going to give this a 2.5. All right. You got two and a half dollars of pure seasoning. I <laughs> didn't like any of this. <laughs> I didn't like – I don't like the way y'all went for the yeah, – obviously, y'all are planting seeds for a Sting versus Cena feud. I don't like <laughs> – yeah, I don't like the way that you're doing it. I don't like Joker Sting, Psychotic Sting, Mental Breakdown Sting, Insane Sting, Surfer Sting with melted makeup and unkempt hair. Taliban. Hate it. I hate it so much. What'd you say, John? I said Taliban Sting. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. Um, (laughs) So let's start there. Next up is I. You gave Marcher's gimmick basically with the. That's what um, I was thinking. Like, I wanted to no, say little Jimmy, but I want to call him little Johnny. I don't want to say yeah. little. <laughs> and then, our truth is not the only one that can be confused and crazy. But he's, he but is, he's right? not doing it as is like necessarily as like a joking, you know, like comedy gimmick per se. It's not necessarily comedy. It's just a well, man having a mental breakdown. Ah. Uh, so he's so, right, well, so he's so sorry that he lost the tag team title that he's like, I'm gonna act up like this. I mean, the tag team titles are important. Don't look down on the tag <laughs> team titles. Yeah, tag team titles are important. I like that you guys are putting putting emphasis on the tag team division. 
Yeah. And we didn't want to just do like the boring, the same old I mean, Sting right. comes out with the bat. Sting's the crow. Right. That was I'm literally the either. first thing I said that I didn't want to do that Sting. Yeah. Because that's I just thing you I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something that, again, my whole thing going into this, and I said this before we started booking, I want to try <laughs> different shit this time. So, yeah. not just. Well, you tried. You know, no, the thing pointing the bat. We didn't want all to right. that all the time. Let's let's keep going with with my complaints. Where did Bully Ray come from? This motherfucker, like, there was no inf- like, there was no introduction. He just shows up, like, hey, bitch, I heard you talking shit. Mm-hmm. We, I didn't know he was talking shit. How would he know? I'm the audience. The little birdie told him. Yeah, fuck yeah, that little birdie, and he had a bone to pick with him. That's that's minus fifty cents right there. Just those two lines, a quarter <laughs> each. <laughs> the little birdie was sting. Oh, so he's, so he's bird, so he's bird stick. There's a whole there. The, he's the not. Crow, he's a little birdie. In there. <laughs> it was the way Mike did it. it like, the little birdie the little was thing. If you have to, if you have to tell me that, then you didn't book the story right. Or you're not paying attention. I I was, hints are I was there. The hints are there. I was if invested. You're not paying attention. You're not. You're not using your. Keep, keep insulting me, Mike. Let's. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. Keep insulting me. Yeah, Stop, Mike. You're just making this harder than it has to be. John Cena versus Bully Ray. I like both men in this match, but this is a terrible matchup. The wrestling's gonna suck. The match is gonna suck. There was all the theatrics or the antics, I guess, not the theatrics with Sting. And, like, I hated it. I'm John. Honestly, like y'all, kind of like ooh. When he said his thing, he was being a little generous, in my opinion. I'm giving you a 1.5. Okay. Mm. Keep it talking, bitch. I'll drop this. It, it is not it a is. Boy, it's a hot <laughs> dog. like Travis is, is we, fishing we, for a 0.5 next pay-per-view. I we can. took a risk. Hey, and... you can get back at Travis by giving me and Kenny high ratings. Just think about that. <sighs> no, he's, he's just trying to pan us. I get it. Because now mm. there's no coming back from a 1.5. So that's fine. There's no, there's mathematically, there's no way of coming back. I didn't even give you 1.5 at all last pay per view for as much as I hated your shit, but that's fine. I don't, (laughs) this isn't be best friends time. This is is rate it based off how how you want it to be rated. (laughs) Rate it how you feel it deserves to be rated. I think Uh. you deserve a 1.5 for that. Kenny, rate so, so that you can. I can't wait to I'm, be- I'm, I'm between in between two scores. It's one of those things where it's like I enjoyed it though. As bad as it was, I enjoyed it though. It's like Sharknado. Judge it that way then. Uh, it's still a low score. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. I will say this. Because I was going to go with a 1.75. That's where I was going. But I appreciate the uniqueness of it, and I enjoyed it. So I'm going to go up to a 2.25. That's what I'm going to do. Well, that was the highest Raider after going first. I, I, uh, Face turn. He wanted. He wanted I, the. He was going to go 1.75, but he wanted to make sure that I came off as the the dick to Mike, so the Mike Travi feud kept going. It was like, let me give him the 2.25. No, it really was like, literally, I was thinking 1.75. That's what you deserved. Everybody else gave you a fucking... No. He was talking about 1.75. Shut up. But I, you but, didn't, but, but bad I enjoyed it, though. That's Take why, that's why, why move I gave it a bump. That's why I gave it a bump, because I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, God, I love moving it. on. 
I might right. you join the next one. But, yeah. but, the, but, the, but the same negatives, though. I don't like Bully Ray and John Cena. I don't like John Cena as a wrestler either, though. I, I don't like John Cena as a wrestler, though. Like, I, I like him. I like his character, but I don't like He's him. He's had some good matches with Edge, CM Punk. I feel you, but uh, you also have weapons involved. AJ like, Styles. Like how, like, like how uh, John said it. Now, like, AJ Styles won't... versus him at Royal Rumble that one year? Classic. I didn't, I didn't see that match. I, 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 I'm thinking of ones where he was, like, throwing, like, he had tables involved. He went against Big Show. Like, I think – because Big uh, was Big Show a weapons match? I can't remember. I remember him using the chain and the chair, but I can't remember if it was weapons match or not. I think Also, you're thinking of – you're thinking of early John Cena, where later John Cena had the best matches of his career. Yeah, like uh, I'm, still, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like not Kevin Owens. I'm not a fan of John Cena's wrestling. That, that's what I'm getting at. And I'm not a fan of. I'm really not a fan of Bubba Ray as a wrestler. Bully but, Ray. Bully Ray. Oh, Bully Ray. Bully even worse. I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge that character. I hated the whole Bully Ray. Yeah, thing. I didn't like it either. Well, but like I said, Bully but, Ray definitely wasn't gonna get it. Bully Ray was. The same, so. <laughs> But we're gonna see, but we're gonna see where the storyline is at. Cause like I'm interested, I'm definitely interested in the story. I just don't, I didn't, I don't like that matchup per se. I don't like John Cena versus Bubba Ray. I feel like the way y'all set it up, I can probably like the John Cena versus Sting matchup, but we're gonna see. All right, so the next one is uh, Kidman versus Hangman Page for the Cruiserweight Championship. Okay. Uh, the next night after Bad Blood, Kidman comes out limping. He's battered and bruised from the match from the night prior. Kidman gets in the middle of the ring and holds up his cruiserweight championship. He looks at it and looks around the arena. He starts to talk, but the arena is going wild. Kidman gets choked up, but is finally able to talk after a moment. This, this right here, this is for all of you, all the ones who believed in me. I have, I've had struggles. I've scraped. I've given my all just to be here with you today as your NSW cruiserweight champion. I will never let, you down no one will be able to take this away from me kidman rolls out of the ring and makes his way up the ramp while holding up the title later that night hangman page is uh, getting an interview in the back and he's asked about what he thinks about kidman's win speech or his kidman's win and his speech kidman is a great athlete uh he earned that title of bad blood it was close and maybe it was a bit of luck but he earned it he gave a great speech i respect uh billy He's a great guy, despite what everyone else in the locker room says about him. The interviewer stops Hangman and tells him that he just got word that Booker T has made a tag match with Adam and Billy as partners set for next week. The interview closes out with Hangman looking around smug and smirking. The next week, Hangman and Billy have a tag match against Jungle Saurus. During the match, Kidman goes for the tag after being beat down by Luchasaurus. At that moment, as he goes for the tag... Uh, Hangman is not in the apron. Instead, Hangman is busy talking to a female fan in the audience. This allows Luchasaurus uh, and Jungle Boy to use their tag finisher on Kidman, getting the win. At the end of the match, Hangman slides in the ring, and he and Kidman start to argue. Hangman waves off Kidman and slides out of the ring. Kidman still yelling at Hangman, and Hangman giving a smirk and shrugging his shoulders up the ramp uh, while mouthing, Oh well, you win some, you lose some. The next week, Kidman calls out Hangman. He says that even though he was the one to take the pin, Hangman is the reason they lost the match. Hangman says that Kidman should put his money where his mouth is and that Kidman should put his title up a double or nothing. Unless Kidman isn't sure he could win that match either. Booker T hears this happen and comes out making the match happen double or nothing. 
the match. Uh, the match starts with both men uh, tying up a page is a stronger man and forces Kidman to the corner. The ref gets between the men for a clean break. Hangman lets go, but then uh, does a light tap on the cheek of Kidman, then backs off and points to the center of the ring. Kidman gets out of the corner, and the two lock up again. Kidman gets the upper hand this time and returns the favor with the tap to Hangman uh, when the ref breaks the count. They lock up one more time, but as Kidman is pushing Page towards the corner, he knees him in the gut and gets the advantage. <clears throat> Hangman then starts working on Kidman's ribs, but doesn't rip off the tape. <laughs> He hits a German suplex and throws Kidman to the corner. We need to make sure that you know that the tape is not ripped off. Yes. yes because we got dinged he for did not rip off the tape. Because you cannot rip tape. Rip tape uh, is impossible to rip. Not what I said. He hits a German that, suplex then throws Kidman in the corner and hits a drop kick that follows up with an avalanche swinging neckbreaker. He goes for the pin, but Kidman kicks out. He then goes for a standing moonsault, but Kidman is able to get his knees up at the last second. Kidman gets up and starts to land hard elbows to Page. He throws Page into the ropes and hits a Hurricane Rana with a with the pin, but Page kicks out. Kidman drags Page towards the corner to set up for a shooting star press, but Page rolls out of the ring as Kidman climbing, is climbing up the turnbuckle. Page is trying to take a breather when Kidman comes flying at him with a suicide dive. Both men barely make the count back to the ring at nine. They exchange elbows as they work their way uh, to their feet. Page gets the advantage and hits a cracker barrel, which is a uh, cradle tombstone power driver, but Kidman kicks out at two and a half. Uh, Page then goes to the apron and sets up for the buckshot lariat. But Kidman is able to duck under and hit a BK bomb, uh, which is a lifting spine buster. Page barely kicks out. Kidman then gets Page up, kicks him in the gut, and goes for the Kid Crusher, which is the un- which is like the Unprettier, um, which was at one point his finisher. Uh, but Page is able to counter it right into the inverted version of Deadeye. Uh, Page goes for the pin, but Kidman gets his foot on the bottom rope at the last second. Page, Page then sets up and hits the buckshot lariat, but Kidman kicks out to the shock of Page, who's frustrated. Page then gets up and begins arguing with the ref, saying that it was a three count. <clears throat> and he's doing this as he's doing this, Kidman gets up to his feet and runs at Page for a forearm smash, but Page sees him at the last second, and Billy hits the ref instead. Billy and Page exchange blows. Kidman gets the advantage and hits the Kid Crusher, but the ref is down. As Kidman is trying to wake up the ref, Page crawls uh, toward the corner. On the steps is the beer bottle he was drinking on his way out of the mat, uh, out on his way out to the match, which Hangman grabs and hides. Kidman sees the ref is just starting to stir, turns his attention back to Page, but he doesn't see that Page has a beer bottle. As he goes to grab Page, Page smashes the beer bottle across Kidman's head. Page kicks the shards of glass out of the ring, then gets Kidman up and hits another dead eye as the ref makes a three count, and the new Cruiserweight champion is Hangman Adam Page. Page leaves the ring with the title, and you see him say, I did what I had to do. That's the match. 
Mm. Any guys going or you want me to start? You can go. I gave you a five. I hey. think from the moment you announced that match, I was already my mom was already a five. It was just as long as you kept the the, the build good, looking <laughs> the match good. I think that's a that's that's damn near a dream match. So yeah, yeah. there's I, no there's no bully rays or laughing stings. So yeah, yeah, none of that. It was just <laughs> it was just straight to it. I yeah, I'm gonna give you that far. That was that was far. John. Um I will go with a you know what? I'm gonna give you a five too. I don't have any problems with it. I was trying to look for one. <laughs> uh he didn't want to give that five. <laughs> I didn't want to, but you earned it. Take that five. You need one after that last match. <laughs> Take That's how you do. That's how you do pro wrestling, guys. Not, <laughs> yeah. Well, not that shit y'all did last match. <laughs> that, seeing as there's different degrees of pro wrestling, but that's fine. <laughs> this was wrestling. I didn't want to do this. Yeah. Take your five. Hey, we Thank finally you. got straight fives. <laughs> ah, but there's still, still two more people. There's to still vote, two so. more people to vote, but. All right. All right, let's go to the next match. So, um, I hear echoing. On some, I think we're good now. Okay. Uh, right now with Daniel Bryan, he's the goat right now of this one. That's what I said. Daniel Bryan is the only person to have a five-star rated match by all five uh, votes, and he has two of them. Yeah. You just got to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck it up. So this is going to be Bray Wyatt versus Shayna Baszler for the Intercontinental Championship. And it's not Fiend Bray. You need to make it's not Fiend Bray. It's, it's um, like Colt Bray. Is, uh, he, is he in Halloween Town? He is in the Dark Order. Just read, or, read the... Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going up against again? Uh, Shayna. Okay, okay. Because, yeah. because she won the title from Moxley at the last pay-per-view. Yeah, so Shayna's now the um, IC title uh, for the first... Uh, three weeks after the pay per view, she's she's being a dominant champion. She's be, she's winning, um, and retaining the title week after week. Um, after her second match, she goes to leave the ring with Cornette, and the lights go out. The only thing visible is a light coming from the ramp. The light goes close to the face of the man holding it, Bray Wyatt. Bray takes a few steps forward and then stops. He blows out the light, and the arena lights come back on to reveal Dark Alliance druids on the outside of the ring, stopping Shayna from leaving the ring and Cornette laid out in the, on the ground. Bray slides into the ring and he approaches her menacingly. Shayna does not back down. She gets in Bray's face and stares him down. Bray stares back, then smirks. Fog then fills, out, fills the outside of the ring and Shayna goes for a right hand to Bray's face. Bray counters and grabs Shayna, kisses her forehead, and is about to go for a sister ab- ab- sister Abigail but right before he executes it, the lights go back out, and then they come back on, and Shayna is left in the ring alone. Cornette is gone, nowhere to be found. The next week, Shayna comes out <clears throat> to the ring without Cornette, but as she's about to make her entrance, the music stops, and the Tron com- goes on. Bray is on the screen. Oh, Shayna, I have something of yours, something you're looking for. You can have it back, but I want something first. See, I want that gold that lays around your waist. But I don't expect you to just hand it over. No. I expect a fight. Yes, a fight like no other. You see, I am the chosen one. I am the eater of worlds. I will take everything from you and deliver them 
to the dark one. So what do you say? You, me, double or nothing. The camera pans over to a casket and the druid opens it to reveal Cornette laying in it. You, me, Applebee's two for 20. (laughs) (laughs) Shayna backs up, and as she does, she bumps into someone wearing the druid's robe. The figure pulls down its hood, and it's revealed to be the Undertaker. He looks at her and says, do you accept Shayna? Uh, Shayna, never being in this predicament before, looks at Taker a little wide-eyed and says, I accept. The lights then go back out, Come back on. Taker is gone, and Shayna is left with the title laying at her feet. Uh, so now we're gonna go to the match itself. Um, this is a little before the match starts. So, uh, prior to the match start, uh, we see it cuts to a room where the Undertaker is seated on the throne with the druids surrounded by druids. Um, and Bray like kneeling at the center of the room. The only uncloaked figures are on each side of Taker, and they're, there's um, Alistair Black and Brody Lee. Uh, Taker looms over, uh, looks at Bray and says, we do not accept failure here. You must win tonight at all costs. If you fail, I will take everything from you. Um, so then we get to the match. So Bray comes out uh, first, followed by Shayna. Shayna comes out firing, um, backing Bray into the corner with hard punches and strikes until the ref pulls her off to let him out of the corner. Bray smiles, turns his back, and then Spider walks toward her. Uh, Shayna slides out of the ring, noticeably disturbed. She slaps herself in the face to like get refocused. Shayna slides back into the ring and starts throwing shots at Bray again. She then hip-tosses him and begins to work on his arm, including doing the arm stomp thing she does which at first seems to hurt Bray, but then he starts to laugh because it's he's not getting hurt. So Shayna then goes for a running knee, but Bray counters it into a Uranagi. Um, he then follows it up with a running senton, but Shayna kicks out. Uh, Bray picks her up and gets her in position for her sister Abigail, uh, but Shayna manages to counter into a flying arm bar. Um, Bray struggles to, and tries to, to get to the rope, but they're in the middle of the ring. Um, Bray uses the uses his strength to turn Shayna and get to his feet and breaks the arm bar with a slam. Um, but he now he starts to hold the arm in noticeable pain. Uh, the two work their way to their feet. Uh, Shayna hits Bray with several elbow strikes and puts him into a Muay Thai clinch and lands knees to Bray's head. Um, Bray collapses to the ground. As he pushes himself up, Shayna gets a running start and stomps on Bray's injured arm, which causes Bray to writhe in pain and get up and lean on the ropes. Shayna walks towards him, but Bray uses the other arm to push her away. As she goes to to get to him, again, Bray runs at her and hits a running crossbody. Bray then slams Shayna by the, or grabs Shayna by the neck, and he does the neck snap thing he does. Uh, Bray goes for the pin, but Shayna kicks out. Bray then hits a toss suplex and drops to his knees with arms wide open, like he used to do. Uh, Bray then grabs Shayna for Sister Abigail, but Shayna counters it into a standing rear naked choke, which brings Bray to a knee. Bray gets to his feet and starts to walk towards the rope, but you can see Shayna intensely biting down on her mouthpiece hard, like she's putting everything into this choke, and Bray starts to fade. Uh, before he gets can get to the rope, Bray tries to break the hold by, like, 
jumping up and like falling back so that like all of his weight falls on top of her. Um, so he lands on Shayna back first. We see we see that Shayna's um hurt because she's like writhes and screams out in pain, but she doesn't let go of the choke. Um, the ref checks on Bray, puts the arm up one, two, three, and Bray is out cold. Shayna lets go and pushes Bray off of her. Shayna grabs her title and walks to the back. Um, Bray gets up, and as he gets up, the lights go back out. When they come back on, Undertaker is in the ring. Bray looks up and sees the Undertaker disgusted. Undertaker rolls his eyes and then grabs Bray by the throat and chokeslams him. He then grabs a chair and pile drives Bray onto it. Um, Then a group of druids wheel out a casket to the ring, and they place Bray in the casket. The lights go out, and the casket and Taker are gone. So he erased this nigga? Okay. <laughs> so he erased him from, from the He told him the if universe. he lost his match, he was going to take everything from him. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going with a uh, 4.25. I'm going okay. with. I didn't really see any problems with it. Um, yeah, I'm going with 4.25. You want to go next or you want me to go, John? I want you to go. I need a little bit more time. All right. Uh, just like Mike hates women's wrestling, I hate intergender wrestling. Um, I don't think that Shayna should have choked out Bray. I think that's a a big L. Um, Why can't she choke out Bray? I, I don't think she's as good of a character. I don't think she's as good of a wrestler. I don't think that she deserves to be beating Bray. Her beating Bray is a continuation of the Dark Alliance story. There's, yeah, I mean, her story also, being told about her being able to take on anybody. She's taking what? on men and beating them. And, and women could definitely choke out a man. Travis, I didn't you're say... So, I, you're chauvinist. Mm, I, I didn't, I didn't no, say she could. You, you ex, women, you, you're being a real X-Pac right now. Can't, don't be an X-Pac. X-Pac Xbox beat a woman in a match and then shook her hand. He learned his lesson. That's right. <laughs> and then trying to beat his ass. We have post match Xbox. That's trying why you didn't get the full five because you didn't try to beat uh, his ass in front of his lesson. kid. You see what happens when you don't do that, Travis? You get wiped away from existence. Don't be like him. <laughs> well, Xbox still exists. No, not Xbox. No. I'm talking about Bray Wyatt. Xbox oh. did the right thing. He shook her hand. Mm. They were going to be attacked before they got traded over to Mike's brand. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't like this, to be honest with you. Uh, the match was cool. I didn't like the flying armbar spot because I don't know how that's possible. Like, I was trying to imagine it in my head, and I couldn't I couldn't figure that out. She, he goes for the sister Abigail. She counters it. Flying armbar. That, that's what you said. Nice. Uh, you did. I, I'm, I'm assuming when that when didn't he, help me. When he like this, she probably used her legs to like get up in the air, right. and bring him down. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kenny, for giving me an actual visualization. <laughs> Mo said just repeated what he said, but slower. He was like, he's like, if Johnny has three <laughs> fucking apples, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you have three. <laughs> it's the same fucking answer. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a. 3.25. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in between them on this. Um, I liked the story overall, but the match was pretty okay. I, but when I do picture a match between 
Bray Wyatt and Shayna Baszler, it's not the funnest match in the world, I will say. I feel like it's good. I feel like between all the cool stuff you guys planned out, there will be a lot of slow dead space in that match. So that is kind of where I have a problem. I'm just gonna give it a raw four though. Can you give me a can you put it as oh, a three I, actually? I'll take a raw four. <laughs> give me a raw three, Kenny, because I, I forgot to take into the account that Bray Wyatt didn't lose or didn't win, I mean. So mm. I think Bray Wyatt should have won. Mm. No. Not really, no. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you. Really, it doesn't oh. make sense for Taker to. It doesn't make sense for Taker to come out and destroy him if he wins. I don't want. I don't want that part to happen. I want. I want Bray Wyatt to win the match. <laughs> oh, our dude is now Kenny. Stay <laughs> anyway. did, did you mark him down for a three, Kenny? Did you mark him? Yeah, down I did. Okay, in a raw four, just make sure it's a raw. Oh no, I, I did it. Yeah, I did the three, four, and a four point two five for me. No, it's a raw four, not a four. A four. You want to write down raw on there too? <laughs> <laughs> It's raw. All right. So it's the next raw. The next match is uh <laughs> Alistair Black and Lee. So the dark is not Malachi Brock. It's no, Alistair. It's just it's also Alistair. I just want to say this I prefer you know, Alistair than Malachi. He's going by a slave name. I wanna, I wanna right. go by I, I wanna <laughs> shut up. I wanna go I wanna say this before we get too far removed. John likes his fours like I like my sex. Raw. Wrong <laughs> like this. And speaking of, I was making that face the whole. You're gonna, you're gonna end up like some of them bad guys. Characters you had the part their situations when, when Bray Wyatt was talking to Shayna Baszler. I was this is my face the whole time. It just reminded me of the sexual harassment in the workplace. The way he went, the first three sentences <laughs> you said, I was just over there like, ugh. I see yeah. you. Me, you look at 20 at Applebee's. Yeah. Maybe we meet at my house so and I we watch the notebook. I want that gold around your waist. Uh, I'm just like, ew. <laughs> ew. It's the, the groan at the end. <laughs> All right. So Alistair Black and uh, Brody Lee <laughs> versus Umaga and Rikishi versus Ray and Dominic. Hold up. Say that again. <laughs> Black and Lee versus Umaga and Rikishi versus Ray and Dominic. Okay. So the, it's the Rikishi uh, part. I'm like, yeah, the, the Umaga Rikishi tag team is gross. <laughs> and this is this isn't like shake your ass Rikishi. This is like serious Rikishi. I did it for the rock. Yeah, this isn't this isn't dancing Rikishi. Um, so Black and Lee are now champions. They defeat Cena and Sting the next week on Dynamite after Sting left Cena at ringside to take the pin. Ah, yeah, callback. <laughs> Uh, this leaves the number one contender for the tag titles open. The Mysterios, who have been <laughs> who have been on a win streak, and the family representatives of Umaga and Rikishi have a match on Dynasty for the contendership. During this match, Brody and Black stand at the wrap and watch. Towards the end of the match, Rikishi is outside of the ring as the legal man, and Dominic does a suicide dive and lands on Rikishi. Umaga comes to the other side, uh, and attacks Dominic and does a Samoan spike onto the floor outside. Ray sees this and is able to run and jump off the apron apron to uh, Umaga and hits him with the Hurricane Rana. The referee is now at nine. Ray tries to roll Dominic in, but he cannot do it in time, resulting in a double countout. Black and Lee see this and go to the back 
through the entrance and leave. Booker T is not happy about this. He comes out and says there will be a match for the titles at Double or Nothing. Uh, and that uh, that's because both teams have shown, and because both teams have shown they shown they have deserved a shot. Um, the match at Double or Nothing will be a three way tag team match for the titles. <clears throat> the match is contested under uh, Tornado Tag rules, so it's uh, chaos from the start. Mysterios uh, try and use their quickness. Umaga and Rikishi, their strength, while Black and Lee use a combo of power from Lee and Martial Arts from Black. Black and Lee immediately go after Umaga and Rikishi. The four men begin to brawl outside the ring. Black is on one side fighting Rikishi while Lee is fighting Umaga. The Mysterios who are left in the ring alone nod at each other and hit suicide dives onto the two sets of men at the same time. Spots include Umaga and Rikishi hitting each, uh, each hitting Samoan wrecking balls to uh, both the Mysterios. Um, Lee just hitting. To, just, sorry to cut you off real quick. We're for this because there's so many people. Instead of going like, yeah, we're not going bell to bell. Bell to bell. There's going to be like the big spots. I figured that. Lee hitting a big boot on Umaga under a bridging suplex by Black. The Mysterios hitting a frog splashes on Umaga and Lee at the same time. Umaga and Rikishi catching the Mysterios in midair and hitting Samoan drops. Lee hitting Rikishi with a discus clothesline on the outside. Black hitting a springboard Meteora on Dominic. Rikishi hitting a Rikishi driver on Black on the exposed floor. Ray hitting a 619, then West Coast pop on Lee. Uh, the pin is broken up by Umaga. Umaga hitting a diving splash on Ray. The Dominic hitting a three amigos on Black. Ray attempts to cross body on Umaga, but gets a small spike out of the air. Uh, at for the finish, Umaga has Lee set up against the barricade and goes for a running hip attack, but Lee moves right at the last second, sending Umaga flying through it. Dominic is getting up when Lee hits hits him. With the discus clothesline. Oh, Rikishi gets to Lee and they begin to brawl with Rikishi getting the upper hand. Rikishi is near the Spanish announce table when he grabs Lee and hits a Samoan drop through the table. In the ring, Black is fighting with Ray. Black has the upper hand and lifts Ray with his foot and looks for the Black Mass. Ray uses his speed to duck under and land, uh, land leg kicks. Um, Black goes at him, but Ray lands the drop toe hold, and Ray is leaning against the ropes. You mean Ray uh, hits... Black is leaning against the ropes? Oh, Black is okay. Uh, Ray hits a six one nine, but Black is still standing. Ray then goes for a springboard, but gets hit with a black mass in midair. Black covers Ray for the win. Dark Alliance retains. The lights go out and Black and Lee disappear. After the match, medical staff begin to attend the other men. Umaga and Rikishi struggle to get up and refuse medical attention and go to the back. The Mysterios are left in the ring alone. Dominic can be overheard telling Ray it's okay as he helps him to his feet. Dominic grabs Ray in for a hug, but then puts him into a suplex position and hits triple suplexes. He then grabs a chair and drives it repeatedly into Ray's stomach. Ray starts coughing up blood. Dominic puts Ray in the chair and then goes to the top rope and hits a frog splash. The medical staff put Ray on a stretcher as Dominic looks stoically in the corner. Dominic pushes 
the EMTs out of the way and climbs to the top rope again and hits another frog splash on Ray as he's on the stretcher. Dominic then grabs Ray's head and rips his mask off and takes it with him. Later in the night, we see Dominic leaving the arena with Chavo and Eddie. Jimmy Hart tries to interview him um, and asks why he did it. All Dominic says is, from now on, you will address me as Dominic Guerrero. Three men drive off in Eddie's lowrider. I don't know how I feel about Dominic being here. I I know y'all want that real bad, but I don't know how. I, I don't like the Dominic Guerrero thing. Y'all been stretching this long. I, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not in fear of it. Hey, no, it's Dominic. It's Dominic. Like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> Dominic in life. Like, I don't know. I, well, to be <laughs> fair, we've only seen him with Ray. So it's not even that. It's just, he got you know, some people have that look. Stuff. He doesn't look like I don't know. Until I would never does. be in fear. You could change. He changes ring gear. Right. He needs to bulk up. I, I was. It's one of those things. Yeah, I was gonna say it's one of those things where it's hard to see a cruiserweight as a heel. I know. I know that. I know there's been cruiserweight heels in the past, but it's hard to take them seriously. Also, well, keep in mind that he's keep in mind that he's also doing this to Ray, who's five. No, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I feel that, but still, though, Ray looks like he outweighs that, him by about twenty pounds. Yeah, I, I would say uh, maybe, but also we got to keep in mind Dominic's like a foot taller. So I don't get Dominic is built like John. They also just had a really fucking. What? Where are these match. at then? No, no, no. I, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from his wrestling. His wrestling is incredible. I'm. I just don't. I'm just not sold on him as a wrestler. I, I know y'all want to do this the Guerrero thing, so I'm not. I'm not taking points away because of that. I'm not. So, so don't think I'm doing that. I just in my head, I'm just not seeing it. But for the actual match, I gave. I gave y'all four. I gave y'all four. So like, but I just. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him being a heel. I'm I'm gonna give you a four as well, and as much as I do want to see the Dominic Guerrero thing play out in real life, I feel like this was a little bit of a um like a like an underhand pitch to y'all that y'all could have went a different route because I I knew when as soon as I saw that y'all had the Guerreros and Dominic and Ray that this was gonna be the storyline you went, and I was really hoping you would go a different route with it. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna give you a four. Because it's we're, we're, we're trying to we gotta beat WWE to it. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's gonna be easy to beat WWE to him joining the Guerreros, seeing as that he's not, not alive. And AEW has Chavo. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean the turn. The so we need turn. to do it before AEW does. <laughs> the heel turn is what I meant. Oh, excuse me, mm. John. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna give this a four, I think. I, I like the match. Some of I'm not crazy about the Umaga Rikishi pairing. No, uh serious Rikishi is the worst Rikishi. I like Agreed. dancing Rikishi. Um To be fair, he's also a henchman, so I feel like yeah. I, I feel like for this it wouldn't work. So I I do agree that they I mean for this it made sense for that Rikishi to do it. So yeah, I feel yeah. like he thought Rikishi wouldn't work. For right. this. And uh, Ro- he's with Roman. Roman ain't playing that shit. You ain't dancing. Yeah, we yeah, have but, and Rikishi. We didn't have the Usos. We kind of had to. He's just like acknowledge me. Then he's just. 
Yeah. So like, what does ring gear look like? You said what? What does ring gear look like? Uh, Doesn't he have the tights? Yeah, he probably is wearing like tights. Because I, I serious Rikishi did not. Rikishi has always had the, his cheeks out. No, I'm gonna say I remember when he was when he was spot two. I could have spent a time where he had the tights. Yeah, there was a time where he had like when he was spot two. Yeah, they, he would wear like pants. He wouldn't be having the cheeks out. Like I said, Roman's not playing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't and, disrespecting the family. And I, I, I don't like. I know y'all have really been loving this Dominic Guerrero thing. I'm not a huge fan, and that the Mysterios and Los Guerreros that you built that was one of the things I heavily criticized last show. Um, I felt like that build wrote itself, and y'all went around that and wrote something less good. Mm. But yeah, I think this is a four. The match, it's still good. It just has a couple of things I would change in terms of the booking, but overall, a good match. Okay. Um, uh, so this is the Comey event. Are you doing that one or am I? No, you're doing that. You got two more matches? matches? Yeah, two yeah. more matches. So okay. this is going to be uh, for the uh, NSW world title. It's going to be Taz versus Edge. Um. So... Wait, wait, wait. This for the world title? This, this for the world this title. This for the yeah. world title. Yeah. Mm. So a, week, a few weeks after uh, Bad Blood, Booger T and Vince McMahon announced that on Dynasty there will be a championship um, award ceremony later that night. Um, they, wanted, they wanted to do it earlier, but Taz had been recovering from the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view where he won the Armageddon-style Hell in the Cell. Uh, but now that he's good to go, they're going to do it t- that night. Um, the ring's de- decorated, and Vince calls for Taz to come out to the ring. Taz, he just comes out in his ring gear instead of, like, a sewer or anything. Taz says, well, this is all well and good. Um, he's here to wrestle, not for pop and circumstances. He went through the hell in the cell, and he beat five of the toughest competitors, competitors this company has to offer. He is going to be a champion of opportunity, a fighting champion. Um, as he says this, you hear, you think you know me. And out comes Edge with Paige on his arm. Um, Edge says that Taz wants to wants to come out here and talk about opportunity and how he beat the best of the best. But Taz knows he's not the best of the best. Um, Edge says that if he was in the Hell in the Cell, he would have won instead of uh, Taz, and everybody knows that. Edge says this isn't a bingo hall in Philly, and Taz doesn't quite measure up like, and does like the hand thing because... Uh, yeah. Taz not being that tall. <laughs> um, out comes the Macho Man Randy Savage, who says he, while he wasn't involved in the Hell in the Cell match either, but he deserves the title shot since he's also been on the roll. Uh, Edge tells Savage he should be less worried about the world title and more worried about what that skank of an ex-wife is doing. <laughs> Savage tries to go after Edge, but Booker T holds him back. Booker T announces that Edge and Sa- Savage will have a Match to determine the number one contender for double or, for double or nothing. You should have mentioned Edge. Lizzie Rude by name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edge and Savage have a back and forth contest, but Savage has him set up for the elbow. Well, but Savage has Edge set up for the elbow drop. Paige gets on the apron and distracts the ref. Savage gets down from the apron, but due to this distraction, Edge hits a low blow and then a spear for the win. It's made official at double or nothing. It'll be Edge versus Taz. 
Um, Edge in interview the next week says that he is the ultimate opportunity opportunist, and that t- while Taz is a great wrestler, he's much better. He talks about how Taz um, is a small fish who's now swimming with a great white. Taz is interviewed and says that Edge can talk all he wants, but when he drops him on his head at double or nothing, the talking will stop. As he walks to his car, Edge comes out of nowhere and spears him. He then sets up for the concerto while security tries to intervene, but Edge turns and he hits hits him with the concerto and then tells Taz to keep his title warm. Vince McMahon talks to TMZ later in the week and announces that Taz is currently in the concussion protocol. If he isn't clear for double or nothing, he will lose the match by forfeit and the title to Edge. Um, During the week of pay-per-view, leading up to the pay-per-view, we don't hear or see anything from from Taz, and we aren't sure of his health status going in. So Edge comes out first with Paige in his corner. Um, Edge grabs the mic, and he says that he's sorry there's not going to be a title match tonight. But he can give us something so much better. A live sex celebration. So hurry, so hurry up, Finkel, and count to 10 so we can get this started. Finkel gets to 8 when Taz's music starts to play. Edge goes towards the front of the ring, like where the ape, or where Taz would be normally coming out. Um, but Taz doesn't come out. Suddenly, Taz slides into the ring from behind and suplexes Edge out of his boots. Edge scrambles and says he's not ready. Um, it makes the ref get Taz back. Um, the ref rings the bell. Taz goes after Edge, but Edge rakes his eyes and then hits an Edge-O-Matic, but Taz kicks out. Edge then hits a spinning heel kick, but Taz kicks out again. Edge, fo- Edge follows this up with a northern like suplex. Um, Edge then lifts Ed- Taz up for an electric chair drop, but Taz slips or slips down and hits a belly-to-back suplex. Both men are down. Taz gets back up, and Irish rips Edge into the corner. <laughs> He then hits a series of body shots and shoulder blocks into Edge's a- abdomen. As Edge goes out the apron or out the corner, Taz hits Edge with a belly of the or belly of the belly suplex. Taz walks over the Edge, but Edge kicks Taz's knee out um, and then hits the Impaler DDT. Uh, Taz barely kicks out. Edge then begins to work on the knee of Taz. He pulls Taz into the turnbuckle and smashes his knee against it. So, like, the turnbuckle's, like, in between his legs. And he's repeatedly smashing his knee against the turnbuckle. Um, he then puts his leg in between the steps and the post and then drop kicks the steps. Um, and he breaks the count during this, obviously. Um, the ref warns Edge about pushing the rules. And if he does it again, he's going to he's gonna end the match disqualify him. Um, Edge then goes back to working on Edge, or Taz's leg. And looks uh, locks in the educator, which is the inverted sharpshooter, trying to get Taz to tap. Taz manages to crawl to the ropes for the break. Edge goes or Edge gets to the four count. Uh, four goes gets to four on the ref's count. Edge goes to lock in the submission again, but Taz barely fights him off. Edge runs towards Taz for a big boot, but he gets hit with a leg trap suplex. Uh, but that takes a lot of Taz. As both men get up. Edge hits his spear out of nowhere and goes for the pin. One, two, kick out at 2.9 by Ta- uh, by Edge, or sorry, by Taz. Uh, Edge and Paige can't believe it. Edge then grabs Taz and locks in anti-venom, which is his standing arm triangle, hoping that Taz still has some lingering effects from the concussion and will pass out. Uh, Taz struggles, but is able to get out of the submission, out of the submission, 
Um, it hits a belly of the be- uh, belly of the back suplex. Um, he then sets him up for the Tazmission, but Paige gets up on the apron, distracting the ref. Edge hits a low blow on Taz, then another impaler DDT, and puts his arm over Taz. But Taz kicks out at the very last moment. Um, Edge sets up for another spear, but Taz is able to sidestep it, and Edge goes flying into the, the like bottom turnbuckle. Taz then locks in the Taz mission with, the, with hooks in. Um, Edge is forced to tap, and Taz retains the world title. And that's the end of the match. So Taz retains over Edge. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with a... Mm. I'm I'm gonna go with three point seven five. Three point seven five. I don't. I think I, I know Taz is supposed to be coming into the match injured. I just feel like the match was so one sided. That's the only thing I just didn't like about it. Like it was just so one sided. <laughs> so that's where that's where my negativity is coming from. <clears throat> but yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I think. Other than that, it was fine. What we were going for is like every time Taz starts to get momentum, Edge like does an underhanded. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to contribute here because I I agree with Kenny, and it also it felt like there was something not there that needed to be there, but I can't. I love the show. Like I I don't know what it was. I also didn't like that if he he got injured and then they're like, "You'll lose your match by forfeit, and Edge will win." I know it was heel shit, but I didn't. It's also Vince saying it, so I understand, but I still didn't like it. You can't um, defend the title; you can't be the champion. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I'm gonna be a three point five. It was overall pretty decent, above average. Okay. Um. I didn't love the recycling edge in a live sex celebration. Uh, like, is that they like actually, a... they don't actually get to do it? Like he said, talked about it, but they don't actually do it. And this is rated R edge. I know, but it's also like, yeah, no. I would hope Vampire like, Edge has been doing this. <laughs> like, that no, that's even better. That wasn't your Viking idea, edge. though. You know what I mean? So I was a little bit unimpressed. But other than that, I didn't have any problems with it. Um, I'll change it. Next time, we'll change it to a live fuck section. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Think outside the bun. <laughs> All these restaurant uh, callbacks for, for fucking John, I'm hating them. <laughs> to get a point five on whoever his first match is getting the point five because why? Stop it, <laughs> <dog. laughs> All right, Kenny, we got to get a throwaway match in there. <laughs> uh, Sean O'Hare versus Colin Delaney get a point five. Ew. Uh, Ew. All right, uh, I will. Uh, I'm gonna give us a three point seven five. It like Travis said, it's above average. It's not going to be the match that steals the show for me, but it's above average. I will say I'm I'm interested to see what is going to be in your main event after y'all gave Kenny and John so much shit for nah, not winning their world title right in, in, in the main event. Title match, huh? At the cool main event? Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot that. Yeah, that's, that's, a little, that's, a little, that's a little what I was thinking, but I was like, I'm not going to be petty, 
But I, well, I was thinking that though. I'm, I can't I'll, wait. I'll bust y'all's asses. <laughs> yeah. I, if, Tell if, me who's a bigger this, match. I'll, if this does not work out, I'll take the L on this one because I fought for this one to be the main event. He said this he did. is I see to point out. I see to point out the fact that I said that it should that the main event should be the title match. Also, Mike, you uh, if it happens, but you, uh, get to the match itself. you put the you put the the title the championship on the baby face. There's been no chase, bud. No chase. Um. Well, there's also still someone looming. Yeah, we've got there's there's long term booking. Okay. When if you're if you're you should have learned by now with my bookings. If I'm involved, it's long-term booking. <laughs> Tell us how to book, Mike. Tell us. This <laughs> you you got right. the thing is you got to see the long-term booking, but also remember, y'all got to have a bigger match than CM Punk versus Stone Cold right now. If y'all yeah. don't, you're getting fucking cooked. So Roman Reigns versus Undertaker for the number one contenders match. Wait, um, number one contender. For the next, the next, next pay per view. Next pay per view. Oh y'all, y'all oh, fucked up. Yeah. Y'all fucked up. For so 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 getting the chance to fight for the title is more important than fighting for the title. Well, hold on, let the build go because you got to keep in mind that you got to keep in mind that the two factions have been at war. So here's my knee. Let, let, let the booking happen. Let the booking happen before you <laughs> no start DQ. to crunch it. I'm not gonna be petty like my partner's about to be. I'm just gonna let y'all know. I'm just like, I'm just gonna say that that is some shit though. That is some shit to get on this point. To get on this thing about the money match. If it helps, if it helps any, I fought against that. I I was trying to put the bank. The title is the end. All right. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling hurt. hurt. I'm feeling hurt right now. Let, let the build happen first. I feel like right. I got it on, and she's trying to explain why she did it. That's that's why that's why I feel right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you broke his heart. <laughs> yeah, you are breaking my heart right now. I'm there's hurt right been, now. There's been a power struggle. Let me have an Oreo to to to, <laughs> to go with this match. There's been a power struggle between one Oreo and NSW. Switch them. Switch them. Switch them. Y'all gotta switch. On oh. one side. Oh yeah, oh, switches. Yes. I got you. On one side you have Roman and the family, and the other you have the Undertaker and the Dark Alliance. After Bad Blood, Roman and the family come to the ring, uh, which is Roman Umak and Rikishi. I love how y'all explain stuff. That's that, that's what cracks me up when y'all do y'all show. Uh, Roman claims that the title was stolen from him. He says that Taz, the little midget, took his title. Uh, you can't say that. Wow. Roman said it. Roman said it. Y'all need to get us canceled. Stop that. Roman said it. Roman said it. And he's that's like, the N word to, to little people. No, All right. Well, word for little not, people's carny. They can't say I, that. I don't think uh, the little person hits as hard as the little midget. <laughs> he doubled uh, down on it. <laughs> I love uh, it. Play it again, Mike. <laughs> took his title. Uh, the title that belongs to the family. Roman claims that there's no other force as powerful um, as the family in NSW or the entire industry. Is this Dom? What? Is this Dom from uh, Fast and the Furious? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's as powerful as family. To be fair, all right, we had it. It was the bloodline. But, but, we, but the bloodline apparently is an official faction now, so, so we, we have to change the name. Because we follow the rules. So do I. Um... Remember the power? <laughs> yes, I do remember the power. That was pretty lit. <laughs> they, uh, they are not some small. Uh, they are not some small organization. Not some fly by night group or a spooky Halloween faction. They are family. 
Okay, call, family, out, call out Halloween Town, Roman. And this family will stop at nothing to get the world championship for Mr. Short Stuff and every other title in this company. As Roman and the family go to leave, the lights go out and a flash of lightning hits the ring, uh, hits the ring post, and it illuminates the arena. When the lights go on, druids are standing between the ring and the ramp. Behind them is the Undertaker on his throne with his hood over his head and Paul Bearer next to him. Taker stands up and takes off his hood. The druids also take down their hoods, revealing the identities of the Dark Alliance. Bray, Kane, Black, Brody. And they move move to the side so Taker can get to the ring. Roman stands his ground and Taker... um, and Roman get face to face. The Dark Alliance get in the ring as well. Both factions are now at a stare down. Taker takes the mic from Roman. You are not chosen. You are not chosen. Roman smirks <laughs> and turns to the family, and he turns back to Taker and swings on Taker. Taker blocks it, uh, but hits back. This turns into a full-on brawl between the family and the Dark Alliance. After a minute. All the officials, security, refs, and anyone who can come out and try to pull everyone apart. But at first, it doesn't work. Then Vince comes comes out. God damn it! Stop this! Now! I'm sick of this shit! Both of you, Roman, Undertaker, you want a shot? Earn it! <laughs> <laughs> next two weeks, next two weeks, both of you will be in this ring. Roman, you'll be facing Kane for a shot. At the contendership next week. He's really selling this back, many bit. Voiceovers, voices, impersonations. Undertaker, you'll be facing The Rock the week after. Oh, if both of you win your matches, you will have a match for the contendership at double or nothing. If only one of you win, then you will be inserted into the main event for the title at double or nothing. He goes to leave, but stops and turns around. Oh, one more thing. If any of your teams interfere in either of those matches, then neither of you will get a shot at the title. Ever! Uh, And Vince leaves. Booker T then tweets in that uh, an addition stipulation that if um, any member of the Dark Order or the family touch each other outside the match for double or nothing, there will be severe consequences, including possible termination. Shooter! 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 <laughs> Both teams look at each other while being <laughs> held back by security. The next week, Roman has his match against Kane. Prior to the match, Taker tells his brother not to mess this up. Taker comes to the ramp on his throne to watch. In a close matchup, Roman is able to get away with the win by getting a series of Superman punches to Kane and a spear to finish it out. He stares down Taker on the ramp. Taker, displeased, signals for Kane to come up to him. Kane limps up the ramp to Taker. He kneels before the Undertaker, and Taker puts his hand on Kane's head. He tells Kane to get up while looking at Roman. Uh, Undertaker takes Kane and throws him off the stage out of tables down below and leaves. The next week, Taker has his match against The Rock. Undertaker is able to get the win over The Rock with a tombstone. After Taker leaves the ring, the family all come out passing Taker on the ramp. A short stare down occurs between Taker and Roman as the family makes their way up to the ring. The Dark Alliance meet Taker on the ramp. The family gets the ring and Roman goes to the rock and Roman grabs his head and tells him it's okay. 
Uh, they sit there head to head for a moment. Roman grabs the rock by the shoulder and they all leave the ring. Roman stops and pulls a rock in for a hug and the rest of the family leaves the ring. Um, Roman then turns the rock around and hits him with a Superman punch. He then picks up the rock onto his shoulder and does a Samoan drop to the rock in the middle of the ring and leaves the rock in the ring as he goes up the ramp and leaves with the family. The match is now set for double or nothing between Taker and Roman. Ah, all right. Do you Before want me to read the match? No, I got, you it. You got it. Fuck? Okay. I got it. I'm just making sure. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before the match, we see a video package of the war that's been happening between the family and the Dark Order. Our Dark, Dark, Dark our Alliance. Alliance. Why did you write the Dark Order? I the Dark Alliance, that. along with a tail with the uh, with a tail of the tape between Roman and the Undertaker. We see Roman about to leave his locker room when uh, Rock approaches him. He asks the Rock why he attacked him last week. Roman said it was to send a message to the Undertaker. He's willing to do that to his family. What is he willing to do to take her? He tells Rock that he loves him like a brother and he needs to win this match for the family and he knows the Rock understands the pressure he's under. Roman asks the Rock to stand by his side again, his uh, right-hand man. Rock cautiously agrees. Roman comes to the ring first with the Rock by his side. Next, Undertaker gets carried to the ring by Druids and is accompanied by Paul Bearer and Kane. The two men are... In the ring as uh, Howard Finkel announces the two announces them. The bell rings and both men come at each other throwing elbows. Or throwing blows, I'm sorry. Um, Undertaker gets the upper hand and knocks down Roman. Then hits uh, the rope and a leg drop. <clears throat> Roman kicks out at one and a half. Undertaker gets Roman up by grabbing him by the head and throws another shot that sits uh, down Roman. He then picks him up and again Irish whips him, then goes for a big boot, but Roman ducks under and hits Taker as he turns around with a uh, sit-down sit uh, sit crucifix powerbomb. Um, okay. Taker kicks out at two. He then gets on top of Taker and hits him uh, with ground pound, throwing hard elbows and punches. Roman gets up and starts to taunt the crowd and Taker. Roman gets Taker up, and Irish whips him into the corner hard and then follows it up with a corner clothesline, but Taker gets his boot up. Roman stumbles, and Taker fires out of the corner with the hard punches. He kicks Roman to the gut and hits a DDT. Both men are down for a moment, then Taker sits up. Taker grabs Roman by the hair and unleashes a series of headbutts that bust Roman open. He then drags Roman to the corner and hits his old school. Uh, Roman is hurt, but on his feet. Taker picks up Roman and hits him with snake eyes, then the big boot. Taker goes for the pin, but Roman kicks out of two. Taker grabs Roman by the throat and lifts him for a chokeslam, but Roman manages to escape and hits a Superman punch, followed by a Samoan drop. Taker kicks out of a pin attempt at two. Roman goes to the corner to prepare for a spear, but Taker rolls out of the ring. Roman stalks him and goes for uh, goes running at him, but Taker push, pushes Kane in the way, who gets hit with a Superman punch. Uh, Taker gains the advantage and throws Roman into the steel steps. Uh, the Rock makes his way to that side of the ring and Taker and gets in Taker's face. 
While this is happening, Kane gets up and grabs the rock by the throat and proceeds to chokeslam him to the mat. Kane and Taker begin to beat down Roman uh, when Umaga and Rikishi come out from the back. Taker pushes Kane towards Umaga, who start to brawl with Umaga, hitting a spike, laying out Kane. Taker slides back into the ring while Rikishi gives chase. Roman is up and slides in as well, uh, and it appears Taker is cornered. The lights go out, and Brody and Black are in the ring with Taker. Umaga and The Rock join Roman and Rikishi in the ring. We see Kane suddenly sit up and join Undertaker's side as the two sides stand off. As the tension builds, both sides jaw uh, jaw at each other, and hell, uh, and hell breaks loose. Both sides begin to brawl with each other, with people fighting, being thrown into steel steps and barricades. Just chaos. Security comes out and gets everyone out of the ring except for Taker and Roman. Roman and Taker both come at each other, uh, and this time Roman gains the advantage and clothesline Taker to the apron. Uh, Roman then knocks down Taker on the apron, runs outside the ring, and hits a drive-by kick. Taker is still moving. Um, so Roman, Taker still moving uh, though. So Roman grabs a chair and positions Taker's head against the post and drives, and drive-by kicks it again. He drags Taker's body to the uh, ring, but Taker kicks out at two and two point nine. Uh, Roman goes for more ground and pound, but Taker counters into a Hell's Gate. Roman appears to be fading, but keeps up the arm on the third check. Roman lifts Taker up and slams uh, him to the ground, breaking the hold. Taker is first up and stomps on Roman, then throws Roman onto the apron. He then puts the chair around Roman's uh, head and leg drops it. He attempts a pin, but Roman barely kicks out. Irish whips Roman, who holds onto the ropes. Uh, Taker big boots Roman off the apron, who lands on his feet but has his hands on his knees. Taker gets ahead of steam and does a top dive, sending Roman back uh, first into the announce table. Taker then clears off the announce table and puts Roman through the table with a choke slam. He picks up Roman, who seems to be out, and he puts him over his shoulder and brings him to the ring. Just as he's about to put him down, Roman locks in a guillotine choke. Taker uses his strength to lift Roman and slam him. Taker rolls out of the ring exhausted. Taker tells Paul Bearer, who is at ringside, to give him the urn. Taker gazes at it, but as he turns around, Roman spears him through the barricade. Both men are down. Both struggle to make their way back to the ring. The two men throw hands uh, as the as they make their way to their feet. Roman unloads with a series of headbutts now that now now that take open up taker okay a uh, series of headbutts that open up taker roman goes to the corner and gears up for a spear but while this is happening bearer is in the other corner hands taker the urn roman comes racing at taker for a spear but taker sidesteps it then gives gets roman leveled with an urn uh with the shot to the head uh taker signals for the end and hits a tombstone pile driver for the win. Taker picks up Roman by his hair as the Dark Alliance come back to the ring. 
And the show ends with Taker holding Roman's head up with a dark alliance standing tall around Taker, who's who rolls his eyes and sticks his tongue out. Uh, the last shot of the pay-per-view is Taker doing the throat slit thing across his throat. Hmm. Okay. I want to go last. I'm go last. Okay. Yeah. I'll go middle. Kenny, you go first. All right. Um, I gave you guys a four point five. Um, I so what? I'll take it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I want. I'm going for the four point five. Um, I feel like you already know I'm not a fan of main event wrestling, but I feel like these these two are the only people that I prefer out of the main event wrestlers. I think they're the best one. Their move set is a little more like they they're they willing to go outside. You, you said what? Varied. Yeah, it's like it's like they're willing to go outside of their moveset, and they don't have five moves. Like they they're willing to do a little more. Like, yeah, I'm, and this is like um, Shawn Michaels Taker, like when yeah, he was really like, like doing shit. Yeah, that's what that's what I figured. That's how I took it as the the Shawn, like the, the Undertaker that's willing to to you know do suicide dives mm-hmm. and and you got Roman Reigns who's also doing suicide dives like like I, I like I prefer that kind of uh main event style where they just want to branch out do do different moves to each other. So yeah, I gave you guys a 4.5. I think the only negative that in my opinion I personally saw was the um the interference. I feel like they should have just let them let them do it. I know there's a gang war going on, but I feel like them too. Like I feel like they should have been just those two just going at it. That's that's my only negative I would say. Other than that, I thought it was good. Um, I liked it. I think you guys had a this is a pretty classic rivalry you got going here. I like the gang war. Um, I actually was while you were talking looked and see to see if you guys have the Survivor Series tag team match as a stipulation, but nobody drafted it. But I thought if you guys did, you guys were gonna be building to that. Um. That being said, it's it's not in the right place on the card. Um, Damone, you, you take you get to take the L here. Um, <laughs> that being said, y'all booked a really good program and a really good match, so I'm I'm gonna give you a four. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So I gotta come in with some notes. Um, I I didn't hate this, so don't think I'm gonna give you like a one or some shit. So don't get too worried. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna give you a one point two five. First of all, Damone. This is not a bigger match than CM Punk and Stone Cold. So I need I'm y'all. Not, I, I'm not trying oh, to get into the card. Match. It's a different card. So y- y'all need to take your comments from our show and shove them politely up your ass. <laughs> also, this match had a build. Your match for we had a build too. Had- Austin yeah. was tweeting. Now, yeah. now, now, may yeah. I continue? Um, I also did not like I I did not love the interference I agree with Kenny on that note Um, I also thought the match ran a little bit long Um, so like if this were a real life match keep in mind their endurance is pretty good and it's a good match but there's the other thing with main event wrestling that gets me it can run long and y'all's spot list ran really long I feel like this match would have run a little past its uh, welcome well, they own the network, so it's fine. You, I mean, you know, <laughs> but if it's an Undertaker match, you know it's going to run longer. The match, the man takes forty-five minutes to come out. First off, <laughs> and then, then like the actual match, you know, it's right. all about him. It's all about a momentum shift the entire Undertaker match. So I kind of expect that of Undertaker match. And then Roman Reigns has stamina out this world too, so those two are going to be going at it forever. Um, 
Uh, and this one's not really related to just this match, and this is just a slight roast on Mike. When people are talking shit, you gotta get better insults, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you be sorry, writing Mike some like, third, for a second. You be writing some third grade insults sometimes, Mike. <laughs> good. Mike, uh, Mike that's how he insults us. I forgot. I didn't hear what you just said. Oh, like, I said he's... that Mike. Whenever, this is just a across the show uh, note, Mike. When he's writing people talking shit, he's got to come up with some better insults. Uh, but I'm gonna give this a three point seven five. Because uh, I, I do got to give a little bit of corporal punishment. But overall, I did still enjoy it. And you still built a good show. So And I to defend why I wanted it in the main event over the world title match. Yeah. The whole card we've been building up. And there would have been like vignettes and everything. Building up that there's been this gang war. And this is the culmination of that gang war ending. Which yeah. felt like a bigger thing than... Yeah. A world like it's obviously it's still the world title match, but it, yes. it feels like a bigger overarching story than the the world title match for this specific pay per view. I agree with your logic, but I've also been punished for the same logic in the past. Maybe not by you in particular, but in book it not just me and Kenny's main event, but also think back to my lockdown in the singles book it verse. Okay, no, you no. The reason <laughs> it wasn't the title match, it being a title match or not. It was that you put the a worst match as the main event. That was. Or are you talking about this past show? You talking about lockdown? Lockdown. I, I disagree on that being a worst match. But okay. <laughs> uh, you also this one. This to defend John here for a second. Never, ever, ever, ever is being competing to be able to compete for the title. More important than oh yeah, the number the one contenders thing. I totally forgot about that. And the list Never. of stipulations in the match was again, a little ridiculous. Again, yeah. I I voted for not to be. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah, I'm speaking so, strictly to the moan. Like you can't yeah, no, you can't book the that. number one contender. He fought as more important than the champion. I have to give out. I agree with the moan's logic. I do have to give the corporal punishment for the hypocrisy a little bit, and. Uh, the, 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 the stipulations was overkill leading up to the match. I forgot about that. Uh, the stipulations was way overkill on that. Well, the only, the only real stipulation leading into the match is they couldn't touch each other. Yeah. yeah but also <laughs> this is just a meme, but I mean, my dark faction required shooters. Y'all just going to fire them. And they get, they just go. I mean, because I, mean, I, I, I agree because I did the same thing when I had Rhea Ripley and Victoria go at it at my pay per view. Uh, right, because otherwise it would have to be on site. Yep. And then, like, I didn't want, and I don't, didn't want, we didn't want to have it where you're burnt. You want them to wait. You want to build up that. Right. They had to be attention. them actually, like, having a, a match as opposed to just fighting all the time every week. So, yeah. Um, overall, you did a good show, though. I just had to give a little bit of corporal punishment for a few of those things. Um, I had to get some of that salt out of my system. So. <laughs> it's it's okay. I I feel like Keith will love this shit. So Keith, do us <laughs> good. We don't. You don't know what Keith's gonna like. You never do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His, his take is wild. He did. Well, I feel like it just depends on how he wakes up in the morning. Like, because yeah. one day he likes hardcore wrestling, and the next day he hates it. Then he likes comedy shit, and sometimes yeah, he, he hates booked it. like five death matches. Then he's like, "Fuck ECW." <laughs> yeah, he really did. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'll take the L on that one for the match placement. I just felt the overall story 
made it to where you would have that in the main event. Fuck you, correct. Honestly, though, that be, that didn't even need to be a number one contender match. That match was bigger than the title picture, in my opinion. If you had not even made it number one contender, that would have been one less thing to grow you on. I know you yeah. want to put them in the title picture, but you can give them time in between shows to make them number one contender. But well, the title, that the feud title is bigger picture, than that. Yeah, but the title picture is the motivation. The that's they're having finding the correct motivation and to really take your want take your and Roman want the title because the title means control. And they power. were in Helm the Helm the Cell was they were both in the Helm the Cell. Right? I just yeah, think they could pull a lot of strings with those factions being that powerful without the title, but nonetheless, I mean you pulled it off and you got the desired the outcome you wanted, but uh I just thought that match transcends the whole yeah, title but, picture. I mean no. That's fine. Which is, know, the, which is why I put it in the main event. Taker is going to be in our as of as long as we're going to the next month. Taker. Is yeah, yeah. Be in you our, are going month to month too, so you don't have the benefit of three months out like a lot of us did. Right. When we were doing just big. Fours. I mean, we we still could. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. Could decide. You do, hey, whatever the hell months. you want. But yada, yada, yada. as of right now, <laughs> it's 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 the next month because that's just the way my the storytelling works. Got you. But yeah, that's it. That's the main event. That's, 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 that's it. Good Taker job. Wins. Taker's the number one contender. He'll face Taz at the next pay per view. That's uh, a nasty match. <laughs> Taz versus Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't think that far for that. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> hey, um, hey but, don't just but, imagine hey, until we get there. But there's. Hey. Y'all motherfuckers judge me for Mick Foley versus Ric Flair, so fuck fair, you. There's plenty of time. You also have Fat Boy versus Fat Boy too. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that. I'll I don't never think, forget that. I'll never forgive you for that. I'll never, I will never forgive you for not giving me all fives. Daniel Cormier versus Dusty Rhodes, and the finish was a belly to belly suplex. That and then that's you, comedy. You I want to go. I want to retroactively. I want to retroactively give you a point five for that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was ass. <laughs> and that's that coming from me. I had Curry Man fucking what what didn't I have Curry Man do? But I had fucking Curry Man <laughs> more. Like, <laughs> bro, you really had a super baby face last week, bro. <laughs> shit pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, which one would you rather rather have to to live through again? Super Babyface Ricky Steamboat or Daniel Cormier versus Dusty Rhodes oh, in an Iron Man match? Oh, both of them is hell. So uh, I, I would say this: Ricky Steamboat promos in that character, or an hour of Dusty Rhodes versus. I want Daniel, an hour Daniel of Cormier. Dusty Rhodes and Daniel Cormier because uh, neither the one of them are good enough wrestlers in ring for me to feel bad about giving you the rating you deserve. While Ricky <laughs> Steamboat is good enough in the ring. Well, I don't want to give you a point five for that. Well, the others, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for it. <laughs> I think I'd rather have the Ricky Steamboat because at least I know I'm going to get a good match. Well, okay, I'll say this. At least with the that's Rose is good. At least with the Daniel Cormier shit, I was like, this is bad. I don't know. If like, like, like this, is, this is bad, but it's like, okay, I'm ready to give him this 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 point, whatever it was. But the, what you call it though, I I I was like wanting to rip hair out when you were going through that fucking promo. I hated that shit. You, I think you oh, rated. Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair higher than you did. Oh my god! Probably because I wanted to be nice the first time around, and I was like, this time I was like, fuck that. I'm saying it's the opposite. You rated Ricky Steamboat higher. You gave him more points. Did I? 
Yeah. Probably because they're the married of the match. Not too late. The now. The show's match. over. You'll get to retroactively change. I don't, your I don't even remember what I gave. I know they both were. They were both bad ratings, though. I think you gave me a point five for fucking Cormier versus Rhodes, and you gave me right. a one point seven five for Steamboat Flair. Yeah, it had to be like disgusting for it to be a point five, though. Like, and right. that was disgusting. So we're not gonna have time for guess or for a uh, quick count. Oh I'm yeah, by the way, guess the wrestler for me. Y'all were still booking at one one hour and forty minutes, so I just want to know what yeah, took you I know. so long since you don't. Uh, because we ate, we did bell to bells. Yeah. So, because yeah, <laughs> other than one match, you did bell to bell. I did all my um, matches bell to bell. And I had more matches, and I booked a fucking Royal Rumble and still yeah, kept well, it in the, the same last, time frame. Like, four minutes <laughs> has been you guys talked about. Daniel you beat Cormier me by three minutes. Then Dusty four Rose. minutes. Um. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go ahead and do plugs. Let's start with. Fudge, because I know he doesn't have any. I actually have one. I have one, motherfucker. Go for it. All right. WWEshop.com. Go buy some Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) So that Dolph Ziggler can get a storyline on fucking SmackDown. All right, bad guy. All right. You can find me on um, Bad Guy Spoken um, on every social media. And go to YouTube. Check out um, Bad Guy Spoken Podcast. Where we do bad things. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to do it. That's what I'm Travis. Uh yeah, follow me at I A M T R A V V Y T on all social media. That's at I am Travy T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Follow me there. No one's trying to hold him this time. They successfully hold him. Um, <laughs> I I be tweeting and TikToking. So um, follow me. You're TikToking uh, using the TikTok. So uh, follow me on both at at Dumb Money Call D A M. O-N-E-Y-C-O-L-T, like the team, go Colts. Um, <laughs> follow me there. Um, on, I talk about wrestling, football, MMA, basketball, and just randomness on Twitter and on TikTok. We play Guess the Wrestler, where a, a lot of you lose, and Travis almost always gets it wrong. I do. <laughs> it's because you can't ask any questions to, like, help. I realized we didn't do one ad this entire episode. Yeah, uh okay. You Abby's can find nuts. me on TikTok at HiFi Mike, no underscore. You can find me on uh, Twitter, HiFi underscore Mike. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. Buy a shirt. That's yeah, it. fuck WWE shop. Go to our yeah, shop. Fuck WWE shop. Go to no, T13 no, this, this Media shirt's shop. Sick as hell. Organic Vince, loving. Vince has enough. <laughs> This is enough money. You I made you money. a fucking cooler shirt. Got... No, no, I made you a fucking cooler shirt than that. So but fuck Dolph Ziggler ain't got enough storylines. So raise energy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Did he even have a story? Did anybody here write him a storyline? Vivid seat. I was say vivid seat. <laughs> I say vivid seat. <laughs> no, Travis gave him another stop and start push, and I cooked. I did that. not. He All did. right. Anyways, let's book it's it. It's been like three, four months. Let's book it. See ya. Game Bye. <laughs>